Welcome to Triple T. We're your hosts, Megan and Stephanie. Today's episode is all about the Disney and Nickelodeon conspiracies and a lot of trauma that the child stars went through. Yes, so for those who are easily triggered by sexual assault and abuse, this episode is probably not for you. But don't worry, we will have more lighthearted stuff. Maybe not next week. Next week, we're probably going to do a true crime case, but we will have more lighthearted stuff in the future because that's who we are, so. Yes. So, Megan, growing up, what did you watch more, Disney or Nickelodeon? So, when I was really little, I watched Nickelodeon more. Like, I watched Little Bear and Blue's Clues, Mm -hmm. but then when I hit, like, I don't know, eight or ten, maybe, I started watching Disney more. But I also did watch a lot of Disney. Like, I watched Roly Polioli and, like, mm-hmm. Bear in the Big Blue House, that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. But Nickelodeon for sure when I was very little and then Disney when I was, like, pre-teen to teen. Yeah, I think I was actually the same way. I think I watched Nickelodeon when I was, like, very young. But then I started to watch Disney more as I got older. But I think I just kind of went through phases. Like, yeah. sometimes I was more into Disney. Sometimes I was more into Nickelodeon. One thing I was never into as a child was SpongeBob. I hated oh, SpongeBob I love when SpongeBob. I was little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I hate it because I love it now. But right. when I was little, I was like so adamant, like, no, I won't watch SpongeBob. That's a stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think I finished strong with Disney, though. Like, yeah, I think definitely. Same. That's where I left off. I think I watched Disney more than Nickelodeon. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean. I even, like, kind of reverted back and was watching Disney Junior, you know, when we were freshmen. Oh, you yeah. Know that. Waking up to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, yeah. the fun stuff. <laughs> However, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is very dumb now. Like, why does Toodles talk? <laughs> that could be on another Continue. episode if you want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> All about Toodles, that's it. <laughs> I would die if we literally did oh. just, like, a full podcast on that. <laughs> oh gosh honestly we probably could though. <laughs> no you probably could i can i could do a full like hour-long rant about toodles on mickey mouse clubhouse it's just i have very strong feelings <laughs> anyway oh lordy moving on to more serious topics let's talk about some really dark stuff about disney so this was just a couple of years ago Bella Thorne, who was one of the stars in Shake It Up, she came out. She wrote a book. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. She wrote The Life of a Wannabe Mogul. And she just outlined a lot of what she went through as a child star. Mm -hmm. And she even came out and said how she was sexually abused while on Shake It Up. There aren't very many details available online. I think she talks about it more in the book, and that's why it's not really available online. Mm -hmm. But that's just, like, it's so concerning because she was so, she's still so young. She Mm -hmm. is 23. So, like, she's only a year younger than me, but... Shake It Up was a while ago. Shake It Up was a while. We were still, I think we were still teenagers when it premiered, right? Yeah, I think so. So that's just, it's a long time ago, and it's so scary to think about what these child actors went through, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to something like that. Yeah, and it kind of makes you wonder, like, how long it took for them to even, like, realize what happened. Because, like, 
I mean, maybe they're just like only being open about it because they're just older and they're able to talk about it more. But maybe they didn't even realize what was going on until they were older. And that's why they're talking about it. Well, and she was only 13 to 16 years old when she was on Shake It Up. Shake It Up only lasted three years. And it started when she was 13. So, like, that's just, that's sad. That's real. It's always sad no matter how old you are. But for children to go through that, Mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And I I read something that. that, like, Disney has their own, like, contracts where, like, if you are on, like, a show or something, they, like, they have a contract of, like, you, you're signed up for, like, three seasons or something. So, like... Yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah, so, like, if you're initially starting that and, like, that takes place, like, you're dealing with that for another, like, couple years. Right, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, I've heard that about Disney, too, because a lot of shows only have that three years and then they either get canceled or renewed. Like, Hannah Montana, didn't Hannah Montana have six years? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was a couple shows that renewed for a couple more years, but I think three is like your first like thing you sign up for. I think it's like multiples of yeah. three. I think the contracts are always three years. It's yeah. crazy. And then we also had Jordan Pruitt, who was sexually assaulted while working for Disney. She was in a couple like movies, right? Was she in a TV show? I believe so. I think she was I only think- in movies. <laughs> I think she was only in movies, but also, wasn't she on Radio Disney? Like, she did oh, music, Oh, yeah, too. yeah. She did do music. I forgot about that. I think she yeah. was on, uh, was she on the, oh, what was it called? Like, those Disney The Next talent. Big Thing. Yes, Next Big Thing. Was she on that? <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I don't know I could know be totally wrong, sure. but, yeah, she was also sexually assaulted while working for Disney, and the list probably goes on. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Those were just probably the top ones that we came across. But this all kind of leads to this Disney curse. So I read this whole article. Um, This psychologist, Dr. Linda Papadopoulos, which is a very fun name to say. That's a great name. (laughs) Right? She told this news source that part of this Disney curse could have to do with the pressure placed on these child stars before they're ready to handle it. So, I mean, you're you're seeing kids... I mean, even Britney Spears was young when she was on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So, you're seeing these kids and they're dealing with all this pressure to be perfect. And, you know, they want the one-take scenes, all this stuff. So, having fame means your self-awareness is amplified. And once you've reached a certain level of fame and notoriety, it gets very validating. Uh, Dr. Linda Papadopoulos said... She said, when that fame begins to fade, it's hard and you see that as a rejection of who you are and your work and your character. Which, I mean, again, when you're growing up used to being in the limelight, used to being looked up to, Mm -hmm. and you start to become old news, it's just, you know, nobody wants to be seen as old news. Right. She said, a lot of famous kids have had public fallouts with their parents and the parents whose main job it is to ensure the mental and health physical health of their kids are also asked with ensuring their kids work and to make a lot of money. So it's so hard. I can't imagine being a parent Mm -hmm. of a child star either because you want to be a parent, but then you're also kind of like their manager. Right. So it's just, that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. Yeah. And then she said that child stars also had an identity that they were able to profit from and get a sense of validation from. And once that changes, you don't have the same value. 
which, again, just really sad to think about. And she said that that's probably why we see a lot of young stars becoming hypersexualized because they want to be taken seriously mm, as adults. Yeah. So there are a bunch of, I mean, examples of the Disney curse on very popular child stars. I mean, a lot of child stars turn to drugs and alcohol to deal with this mm -hmm. being put in the background or losing look I, th I think a lot of child stars because they are known for who they are portraying they probably lose a lot of who they are as people yeah so that's probably another reason why they probably turn to these things mm -hmm. they just like don't know right. anymore who they are yeah and just to kind of list off like some of more like popular disney stars that Dealt with a bunch of the stuff. Demi Lovato, she had uh, drug abuse, still is continuing to fight. Britney Spears, drug abuse. Zac Efron, drug abuse. Miley Cyrus with her anxiety and panic attacks and marijuana. Um, I think Miley actually recently spoke about quitting marijuana. Really? Yeah, she said something along the lines of, I mean, she might be smoking now. I don't know. This was like two or three yeah. years ago that she said it, but she said something along the lines of like, she was kind of losing, like, she was relying on it too much mm -hmm. to, like, help her. And... I mean, it's a good thing for her to recognize that she's depending on it. Mm -hmm. Marijuana is not the worst thing in the world. Right. But when you're depending on anything, even if right. it's just, like, you know, like us with our soda. <laughs> like, it's it's <laughs> yeah. not good for you if you're doing too much of it. Right. Also, didn't Miley Cyrus say that she had, like, an identity crisis being on yeah. Montana? Mm -hmm. Which is very understandable. She oh, was yeah. on that show for a long time, and she was already playing two different characters on <laughs> yeah. one show. Yeah. So <laughs> I can see why she would lose herself. Exactly. Shia LaBeouf, he went through um, alcoholism. Mm -hmm. Lindsay Lohan, alcohol and drug abuse. And Selena Gomez, marijuana, Xanax, and Ambient, which I did not know about Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah. She, um, I don't remember exactly why... She started using the Xanax and Ambien, but she, I, in the article I read, they were talking about how kids combine it with alcohol as, or combine it with, yeah, alcohol, and they start to get, like, kind of a high from it. Oh, okay. So because I don't know if she definitely did that, but I know that she was abusing the Xanax and the Ambien as well, according to oh, that okay. article. I'm not I positive, because I hadn't heard about it before. I heard something about Ambient, but I never heard anything about the Xanax and marijuana. I yeah. honestly never, like, I don't know anything about Selena other than, like, her mental health when she was, like, dating Justin Bieber. Yeah, but and I mean, that, I know that she has lupus, and I think that once her lupus started getting really bad, she started looking at what she's putting into her body and mm. behaving more. Ooh, I have some tea regarding... You know what? Maybe I'll say that this episode for when we come to our tea. Okay. I have some tea regarding that. <laughs> Selena Gomez? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Exciting. <laughs> it's old It's old tea, but... It's I probably don't know it. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm not stay in sure, the loop. like, how popular... Like, I think it's more of, like, maybe a theory. It's not really confirmed. Okay. But it kind of goes with all this. <laughs> okay. Well, you should tell me that and whatever else you were going to tell. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll do both. <laughs> okay. All right, so what about Nickelodeon? I literally know nothing about Nickelodeon's anything. Okay, so weirdly, I do. <laughs> Even though I feel like I know I know more about Disney as a whole, but yeah. conspiracy theory-wise and, like, bad things going on, I feel like I know more about Nickelodeon for some reason. Yeah. So one of the big problems with, well, was 
<laughs> Not anymore. Dan Schneider. He was a former Nickelodeon producer, screenwriter, and actor. He was best mm-hmm. known for the show All That, The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, Zoe 101, iCarly, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But something that he is very, like, weirdly known for, I mean, this is just a theory. He hasn't, you know, come out and actually confirmed it but it's i mean there's a lot of evidence out there that if you just like look him up on twitter if his twitter is still available uh, there's tweets that you will find this but (laughs) you're looking it up um he has a foot fetish okay and it's not just like a it's not just like a oh that's kind of weird it's like bad because like if you look at like the shows that he was producing and stuff there's like major evidence and it's like weird when you think back on it because I remember some of this stuff. Like I never watched Victorious. I wasn't really into it, but there is a scene in Victorious where Ariana Grande, her character was making out with her foot. And this is, you can easily find this on YouTube. I remember that scene. It is so disturbing. Like it's not even. It's weird that you bring up Victorious because I just found his Twitter. It is still active. Okay. He hasn't tweeted since 2019 though. Okay. And the last tweet he has is from November 20th, 2019, a picture of him with three people from Victorious, Liz Gillies, Matt Bennett, and Ariana Grande. Oh and it just says, fun night with fun friends. Oh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, he- It's so weird. There's just this whole scene of Ariana Grande making out with her foot. And like, I don't yeah, know- I remember that episode. I don't know the the- context of it but like i just can't see how that wouldn't be weird regardless because she was very young doing this and it's just i don't know it's so disturbing yeah another thing that this is what i remember the most is like him tweeting about like icarly like icarly would always put out stuff like online saying like oh everybody send like Mm -hmm. feet pics of like different things drawn on like their foot and stuff right i remember thinking back now to all this evidence of like his foot fetish like now it's weird thinking about the icarly stuff because like i I can picture so many scenes from icarly of just their feet like being a part of something yep (laughs) always And also, Nickelodeon's logo was a foot at one point. <gasps> oh my god, right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, what? Oh no, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Ew, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the chills. <laughs> um, but yeah. But no, I remember a lot on iCarly yeah. of Carly and Sam with their feet. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know why I have this scene ingrained in my head of Freddie zooming in on their feet and their toes yes, wiggling. Yes, yes, yes. Like, what? <laughs> Like, I, I don't remember the context of that episode either, but yeah. it was just... I remember... Now that you know yes, this, it's yes. just weird. Like, the iCarly thing, I don't remember thinking it was weird at the time, mm-hmm. but now knowing all of this, it's weird now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've always thought the Victorious thing was weird, though. I, I don't know. Oh, it's yeah, no, that's weird. very disturbing. Um, But yeah, I said he also tweeted about it a lot. But he also has a lot of abuse allegations against him, and Nickelodeon ended up cutting ties with him in 2018. Wow. So. That's crazy. Yeah. And his Twitter picture actually is still the, you know, like, at the end of the show when they show, like, the producers or whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. And at the end of, I can't remember it from iCarly because I've watched that most recently. The oven, the oven that pops open and, like, something pops out Mm -hmm. and it goes, mmm. Ooh. That's Schneider's Bakery, and that's what his Twitter profile picture is still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like oh, I this wonder man. What pops- but then kind of going off of that, iCarly is something we're going to talk about a lot. So 
I'm sure those of you who are a fan of iCarly have heard about the reboot. But prior to the reboot, Jeanette McCurdy, who played Sam in iCarly, she came out on not only her own podcast, but on several like interviews mm-hmm. recently, talking about her whole experience of being on iCarly. She was very open and public about her time. She actually revealed that she hated her character, which I mean, I get is it. Sad for me as a fan <laughs> because I loved Sam, but I get I it. I get it because you don't want to ever portray somebody who's you know mean. <laughs> yeah, and I mean Sam. Right, Sam was right. nice at points, but. She was right. really known for mean, and she really did bully Freddie a lot. Yeah. And even uh, Carly, she wasn't always very nice to Carly either, so, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't want to be known for that character either. To yeah. Be, and like, I'm I get sure, where she's coming from. I'm sure, like, psychologically, it kind of, like, messes you up to, like, play yeah. that kind of character for however many years I like, Carly was a show, but mm-hmm. she talked about how she was screamed on set multiple occasions, which... I think kind of leads back to Dan Schneider. Probably. (laughs) And then she ended up turning to alcohol, which that I did not know about until I researched. I didn't either. But something I did know about was she had an eating disorder. I knew that. And she talked about like having anorexia, binge eating, and just kind of being on the set kind of just like fed into this eating disorder that she had. And she has confirmed that she won't be in the iCarly reboot, which- Can you blame her? Right, which I can't blame her. Sucks as a fan, but I can't believe exactly. I'm happy for her. Yeah. So there were a lot of Nickelodeon stars, especially from when we were kids, that Dan affected. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes, huge one. I, I she's her. still in the news randomly mm-hmm. sometimes. But yeah, I loved her too. The Amanda show was great. And she had she had a lot going on. I think a lot of it leads back to mental health not being so great mm-hmm. for her. But again, when you grow up on set, like we said, it's just, you yeah. can't imagine, I can't imagine what she went through. And she played a million different characters, I was going to say, she so, played tons of different characters on exactly, multiple shows. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, of course, you know, when you have that in your head, you uh-huh. don't know who you are anymore. Yeah. She has several DUIs, arrests, hit and runs, drug abuse, erratic behavior. I mean, the list goes on. She is... I mean, I feel like I saw something recently about Amanda Bynes. Not recent, like, within the last couple of weeks, but, like, sometime in the last year or two. Yeah, actually, I think so, too. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either. But um, allegedly, she had a close relationship with Dan Schneider, which led to her bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And she is currently under a conservatorship with her parents, which is a lot like Britney Spears, allegedly. Mm Mm-hmm. Which so. I never heard about. <laughs> no, me either. I still didn't hear about it until I just read your research. Yeah, I, when I was just looking her up, I came across somebody wrote like something on their blog or whatever regarding it. And so I Googled it just to make sure that it was a thing. And it's mm-hmm. been confirmed on multiple sources and stuff. But somebody had said like, you know, I'm all for free Britney, but we also need a free Amanda. Wow. And I'm like, Whoa. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, that's <laughs> this could crazy. be something. <laughs> but I don't I don't know it enough like Britney Spears. I feel like Britney Spears has too many diehard fans that like it, there's so much information out there. I feel like I don't know enough information right. about her conservatorship for me to, you know, back up anything. But yeah. Going off of her close relationship with Dan Schneider, I saw something saying about them being close. And what I didn't know is do you remember how well do you remember the Amanda show? Like, I, I remember, like, bits and pieces. I was 
I mean, I'm almost two years younger than you, so I don't remember as much of it. Okay. But I do remember some of it. Okay. I don't remember if this was all the episodes or some or maybe just one. I don't remember. I think it was a couple, though. Where in the beginning of the show, she was, like, in a hot tub. And she would, like, I don't know, talk about, like... I, I don't remember what exactly. I don't remember if she played a character or if she was just being herself. But it was just kind of like the mm-hmm. intro of the show. And okay. in this hot tub... I mean, she's literally in a bathing suit because she's right. in a hot tub. Right. Dan Schneider is in this hot tub, like... What? Yeah, it, it's so weird. Like, you can see him in the scenes. Like, if you Google it, you can find her in a hot tub with him. And it's just... I don't know. It's disturbing. I just feel like... As, like, an adult producer, like, why would you, you want to be, like, that's the scene you choose to be in? Like, if you want to be in your own show, fine. But you choose the scene, like, to be in the hot right. tub with, like, a, this young right. girl. It's weird. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm looking weird. at it right now. <laughs> Did it pop up? Oh my gosh, she's so young. You can see it? Ew, yes. It, no, that is that him? No. Somebody's dressed like Elvis. Okay, that's not him. <laughs> in the hot tub. There's eight scenes, though. Somebody dressed up as a baseball player. Some lady dressed up as Amelia Earhart. Someone dressed as... These are all weird ones. Frankenstein, a queen, Benjamin Franklin, Santa. Okay, and so a there's multiple episodes then. I don't recognize He's him. He's not as dressed any of as a them. character. He's like as He's himself. He's himself. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> But going off of more bad things going on with Nickelodeon stars and their shows and Dan probably playing a part in it, the show, all that, they actually, on multiple t- like multiple mm-hmm. occasions, they had Child Protective Services called on And set. I didn't know that. No, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get any more information regarding it, so I don't know what the reasoning was, but there's nothing regarding Child Protective Services being called on any other set, so... I don't think it's a normal thing for them no, to be no. there. <laughs> I also never watched all that. Oh, I loved all that. But I feel like it's it was a pretty old show. I think it was, time, yeah. Yeah. I just watched a lot because Brittany was... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. an older sister. Yeah. <laughs> and on um, Victorious, girls were sexualized on multiple occasions. So you could easily just, I can like, speak to that because I watched Victorious sometime in the beginning of quarantine i was just looking Mm -hmm. for shows to watch binge (laughs) and i mean on victorious i was shocked at how adult some of the scenes were Mm -hmm. like the implications that are in some of those scenes it was just yeah baffling i can't imagine and those girls were all teenagers too Mm -hmm. and i mean most of them are still relevant like Liz Gillies is on, I don't remember what show she's on, but she's always posting about it. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande is still performing and producing music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Victoria Justice is doing anything anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure about her. And the only one I know that isn't still doing anything is Daniela Monet. She just had her second baby, so congrats to her. <laughs> but I know that she is not acting anymore because i followed all of them i'm weird i follow people on instagram once i watch their shows I do the and daniela yeah daniela is not acting she's been at home she's been talking a lot about her veganism she's not been i haven't seen her post anything about being on a show other than victorious in a like i haven't seen anything since i followed her last mm-hmm. year so i i don't know i think mostly she's just focusing on her family mm-hmm and what's but it's like, just so crazy. What's so creepy about it is that, like, 
when I was young watching some of these shows, like, I didn't notice it. Because when you're young, you don't realize what's going on. Right. You don't know what any of this means. Which shows you that, like, if you're the actress or the actor, you probably also don't know what's going on, like, the way that, like, you're being treated. Yep. Exactly. And not only that, it kind of ingrains in us as kids watching these shows Mm -hmm. that what they're doing is okay. Yeah. And that's just, that's not right. You can't do that to kids. You got to realize that the shows that you're producing and the shows that children are watching have a huge impact on our brains as we're growing up. Like, I don't know, the show that I relate to my childhood Mm -hmm. the most is Lizzie McGuire. And I like to think that that was a very wholesome show. I I don't think that that anything went wrong. I think that that was a very good show for me to grow up with. But some of these shows that kids are watching now, or even when we were older teenagers, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. not that great. Like, it's like adults try to see how far they can go with sexual jokes. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And going off of that, I, this was literally just last night that I found this. Oh, gosh. I was watching a YouTube video and somebody was talking about, like, stuff that you don't notice when you're kids when you're watching right. the show. And they talked about a SpongeBob episode. Now, I don't remember the SpongeBob episode, so I don't know if it's, like, a super old one or a newer mm-hmm. one. I don't know. But regardless, it's an episode that exists. And I think it's Patrick that talks about it. He talks about something about, like, a panty raid. And then Mr. Krabs is, like, going off of that and being, like, ooh, a panty raid. And, like, it was weird. weird. You know what Bobby told (laughs) me this morning? What? SpongeBob was supposed to be, like, a a soft porno. Like, everything is supposed to be phallic. Like, SpongeBob's nose, Squidward's nose. They all look like penises. Oh, Oh my god. Right? Like, I never thought about that. I heard about Spongebob, like, originally supposed to be, like, an adult show. But I didn't think, like, that. (laughs) Not like a porno, but like a soft, right, 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 pretty, like, R-rated. Right. Like, Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, that's where Spongebob should have (laughs) been. Usually when that comes on at night, I'm like, okay, I'm up too late. (laughs) Yup. Yup. And then going beyond Dan Schneider and Nickelodeon, there was a former Nickelodeon production assistant who used his position to get emails and phone numbers of children on set. And he even emailed kids his nudes. That's, That's so crazy. So That's gross. disgusting. And then there was also just a ton more cases of abuse, pedophilia, and more that would literally take days to talk about. That's crazy to me. I literally knew nothing about any of this. I knew some, but, like, I didn't realize how involved Dan Schneider was regarding all of this. Yeah. I knew a lot more about the uh, Disney stuff and the Disney curse. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, even a lot of Disney stars that dated would talk about how Disney affected them dating mm-hmm. and affected their relationship and was like, maybe sometimes the reason they broke up right. or things like that. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. Insane stuff. So we are going to talk about some, they're not lighthearted conspiracy theories because Nickelodeon conspiracy theories about their cartoons or shows are very dark. They're very dark <laughs> and twisted. Yes. So the first one is Hey Arnold. In the show, Hey Arnold, Arnold is presented as an orphan who lived with his grandparents in their boarding house, right? Mm -hmm. Some people think that his grandparents are actually his real parents. And because of a pregnancy so late in life, there were serious complications with Arnold's birth. And he was born with hydrocephalus, which is a condition that causes buildup of water in the brain, augmenting (sighs) the size of his head. 
his football Whoa. head. <gasps> like, what? Whoa, wait, hold on. You're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> and beyond that, conspiracy theorists also think that Arnold's friends are all imaginary and he uses them to escape his reality. That's a theory for a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> so but that would make a lot of sense. Because Hey Arnold theory. was a weird show, but it was so I good at the same hey time. Arnold. I loved Hey Arnold. Oh, that show is iconic. <laughs> the second one is about Rugrats. Now, this one is really, really, really dark, dark and sad. Okay. Yeah, I think I've read this one before. All I of the Rugrats are dead and figments of Angelica's imagination. Right. Chucky died with his mother, which is why his father is such a mess. Tommy was a stillborn, and his death had a lasting effect on his father, which shows Stu's obsession with making toys. It stems from the trauma of losing his son. Phil and Lil are the twins with slightly ambiguous genders. Their mother had an abortion, and since Angelica didn't know what they were, she presented them as two kids. She didn't know if they were boy or girl. (gasps) Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. That's so scary, though. Yeah, that's dark. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the darkest one, honestly. (laughs) That one's really sad. (laughs) SpongeBob SquarePants. The existence of SpongeBob and his strange friends are the result of radiation from nuclear arms testing that was performed on the Bikini Atoll in the late 40s and early 50s. And since they live under the atoll, it's known as Bikini Bottom. Oh. Weird. I don't know. That one's like a little far-fetched for me. (laughs) I agree. There's also, I mean, you and I have probably both read the SpongeBob theory where they all present different mental illnesses. Mm -hmm. And then there was also one I read the other day where they all represent different drugs. Oh, I didn't know about that So, like, SpongeBob is methamphetamine. (gasps) Okay. Patrick is weed. Oh. (laughs) Mr. Krabs is cocaine. (gasps) And Squidward is heroin. Oh, my God. And Sandy is alcohol. Wow! Right? I didn't hear about that. But this that's one. crazy because it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Rocco's Modern Life. I actually never watched that. I think. Is that the one that my mom didn't let me watch? Or is that the one that I did watch? Well, I don't know, but Was apparently it? it's really perverted. Okay, that's probably the one my mom didn't let me watch then. <laughs> <laughs> they ate at a restaurant. Rocco and Heifer. Again, I've never watched this one, so I don't know any of this. Okay. Rocco and Heifer ate at a restaurant called Chokey's Chicken, but in the last season it became Chewy's Chicken because the show couldn't get away with it any longer. Yeah, they had really, really bad. I don't know how they even like got approved. Got away like, with it. It's it's a very inappropriate show. There's more. There's oh, more. God. When Rocco lost his job at Kinda A Lot Comics, he became a phone sex operator. Yeah, I remember that. Filbert cross-dressed in episodes. I don't know why that would be an issue, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. Uh, And when Rocco would visit Heifer, who lived with a pack of wolves, Heifer's father would always yell out, let's eat the beaver. Oh, God. Which was referring to Rocco, who was a wallaby. What? That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) The whole show is very strange. I mean- Yeah, I never watched that one, so- I, if I remember correctly, I believe my mom didn't let me watch that show- But I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet regarding the show. So it feels as if I did watch it. (laughs) Yeah. I never watched Rugrats. My mom wouldn't let me watch that one. But I've seen a lot. And I think I used to watch it without her knowing at some point. Because I have (laughs) memories. (laughs) I think... I I think I... Ren and Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy. I I believe that was another one we couldn't watch. I know. I never watched it. it wasn't. I can't remember. 
So some Disney conspiracy theories. This is probably my favorite just because, you know. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, they had a lot of subliminal messages. And one of their most popular was Illuminati being written on the chalkboard in one of the episodes. I have chills. I can't. What's the explanation for that one? What episode? <laughs> what episode, Stephanie? Because I need to know. I need to know. I don't know. You can easily Google it. I don't know. That I was one of this. my favorite shows. And now the Illuminati all of a sudden shows up. What? <laughs> I can't remember if it was like a newer one or if it was an older one, but it was a scene of them in the classroom. Or maybe, maybe I have it wrong. Maybe it's like uh, Sweet Life on Deck for all I know. But this is just what it told me. Which makes it worse. <laughs> But yeah, you can, there's like photos you can find on Google where it shows you that Illuminati was written in the background on the chalkboard. It was when they were little. So it was on the initial one. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I don't know. Maybe people on set were like, this will be funny. But like, it's kind of weird on a children's show. So like, I don't know. Illuminati confirmed. This will be funny. (laughs) Are there any, are there any theories that there are any Disney stars in the Illuminati? Hmm. Not that I know of. Maybe Miley Cyrus, but I don't believe that. (laughs) Miley Cyrus would never conform to something like that. (laughs) She's too crazy, but like in a good way. I mean, like she's her own person. Right. Okay. So I actually really like, well, I don't know if I like this one. It's kind of dark, but it's kind of cool to think about. Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, It is suggested that the use of magic in Wizards of Waverly Place caused the person, caused the person (laughs) who used the magic to get brain damage, which is why Max Russo, who is the youngest in the show, took advantage of magic regularly. And he was the dumbest in the show, while Justin Russo, the oldest, who was barely engaged in the act, was the most intelligent. And that would make a lot of sense. So, but I would argue that Max is not dumb. I think he's just oblivious. Okay, yeah, I can agree with that. But I like the theory. Yeah. Because it makes sense as to why Alex is, like, half smart, but also, like, half not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it makes sense as to why the dad is so smart, because he didn't have... He gave up the powers. Whoa. And why Uncle Kelso is so dumb. See, it's a good theory. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm on board. (laughs) So you're on board with this one. Yes. Okay. I don't like the Sweet Life one at all. (laughs) I love that one. It's because you knew it would freak me out. (laughs) So going back to Lizzie McGuire, who we said was like a perfect show. The best show ever. (laughs) Okay, so there's a theory that Lizzie was actually schizophrenic. And they even claimed that her cartoon alter ego was one of the many voices she heard inside her head. I don't like that. I don't, I don't, like I don't no, but I don't agree with it because I think that Lizzie was just a normal teenage girl. Like, yeah. I don't see the schizophrenia at all. I think it's like a voice in her head, but I think it's like her conscience. Like, I don't look at it. As yeah, like a, I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. I don't see, and I'm not saying this because I love the show and because I don't want anything to be wrong with it. I honestly, I'm just not on board with this because Lizzie just seemed too normal to be schizophrenic to me. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Not that schizophrenic's can't seem normal but like she didn't show any signs like at all right right and miranda did not seem that fake of a friend like i read somewhere that (laughs) part of this theory was miranda being a fake friend like made up i don't think miranda was that fake i think friends are really like that sometimes so yeah phineas and ferb this is my favorite one (laughs) (laughs) okay then read it (laughs) so the only characters with triangular shaped heads were phineas and dr doofenshmirtz is it possible that Phineas's mom 
had Phineas with Dr. Doofenshmirtz? I think it's possible. (laughs) I think it's accurate because think about all the things that Phineas dreams up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All of these really crazy creations. What does Dr. Doofenshmirtz do? The same exact thing. (gasps) Oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) And why is Ferb silent? Because he knows that he knows this secret. (gasps) Oh, okay. You're blowing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. This one, I feel like I don't really care about, but it's a very popular one with Kim Possible. Supposedly Kim Possible, she was genetically made, and that's why she's always in shape and possible, like, she could do anything. I don't agree with that, because one, she was a cheerleader. So exactly. Cheerleaders can do anything. Shape. <laughs> and two, I don't think her being, like, I don't think she needs to be gen- genetically made to do all the things she does. No, I think she was just extremely athletic. Like, gymnasts could probably do half the things that Kim Possible did. Right. And gymnastics and cheerleading go hand in hand sometimes. Right. So, like, so, and also, her last name is Possible. Of course she can do anything. Right. She's just <laughs> living up to her last name. Exactly. She's probably stressed out all the time over it. <laughs> yeah, for real. She's like, is this possible she can't sleep at night? <laughs> oh, okay, gosh. so this one I never heard before. And this, like, Me either. blew my mind. Because at first, the beginning of this, I'm like, eh. But then towards the end, I'm like, wait. <laughs> okay, so High School Musical. The theory is high school good times. (laughs) High school musical is good times, man. (laughs) So supposedly high school musical exists in the same universe as the purge. And the purge is where like all crime is legal for one day a year. And the reason that they think that they exist in the same universe is because they got away with a lot of illegal stuff like hacking the basketball game purposely, screwed with chemicals in the science lab, and they were like, they literally could have blown up the school. I'm sure they knew what they were right. doing because they were smart. But it could anything can happen. Lo- High school students knew what they were doing. I mean, they literally, like, set up this whole, like, thing so that they could leave the classroom. I think they know what they're doing. <laughs> Normal I high school students. I don't even know what I'm doing. No, but they did. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I agree. Continue. Um, Lava <laughs> Springs was never shut down, and they've done... Tons of stuff they shouldn't have done at Lava Springs. There was a lot that they should not have done. But this is the biggest one that kind of makes me believe the theory. Because I feel like all those aren't really selling it for me. Right. But Miss Darvish, she illegally applied to Juilliard on Troy's behalf. Yeah, you can't do that. You literally have to sign so many things saying that Mm -hmm. this is the person applying. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, wait. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But it's very, it's it's still very strange because the Purge and High School Musical are very different. Like but exactly, that's what I was gonna say. If they existed on the same universe, I feel like we would have seen the chaos ensuing around everything else. That's true. <laughs> but on the day that, on the day of the hacked basketball game and the chemical mess up. We are only shown inside the school. So, but like, why would they have auditions on the day of the purge? Like, I don't know much about the purge. Do you know when the purge day is? Like, can you prepare? Can you like lock yourself up? In and, like, in the movie, yourself? I believe they're aware of the day and they do prepare. So why would East High have auditions for the school musical? <laughs> the uh, 
end of the season basketball game and that competition <laughs> on the yeah, day of the purge. It's just a theory I found. <laughs> I don't Listen, know. Like I said, they're all not selling it for me, but the Miss Darbus thing, I'm like, okay, I, I get know. it. But Miss I Darbus was a sketchy it. character anyway, so. I loved her, though. <laughs> but she was, you can't deny how sketchy no, she yeah, was. No, yeah, for sure. I think that's why I liked her, though. <laughs> Side note, probably not going to be kept in the podcast have you ever seen the if you could put an f-bomb anywhere in a disney movie where would you put it it's more of a trend on tiktok so probably not um i don't think so well somebody wants to put it in the first high school musical when coach bolton walks into detention and says what the fuck are those two doing in a tree oh that'd be perfect <laughs> right <laughs> I think that would be cool if they did that to, like, all Disney Channel movies. Right, right. But, like, uh, Coach Bolton, if anybody's going to use an F-bomb, it was him. <laughs> That's true. That so Especially true. in that scene. He's so mad. Imagine him and Miss Darbus just, like, dropping the F-bomb, like, when Yo-ho. they're arguing. In the scene when they're with the principal and the principal's trying to calm them down. And they're just yeah. cursing at each other. That would be great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay so we don't we didn't find anything about child stars on cartoon network probably mostly because they're all cartoons and right you don't really see the stars like i don't know what any of these actors the voice actors look like for most of these people so i found some conspiracy theories about the shows though ash ketchum has been in a coma through most of pokemon whoa he's 10 years old the whole time the whole time he's still a kid But in this theory, Ash fell comatose after his bike accident in episode one, and everything after that is a dream. Oh. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, that would make sense. Right? And it explains how Ash is still discovering new Pokemon that would have been around since the start of this journey. But because he, you know, he meets these people in his coma that are a manifestation of his inner psyche... And the adventures are trials for him to overcome so that he could come out of the coma. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, dark, but I like it. <laughs> a little, a little, little dark. dark. Not too bad. <laughs> Nothing like the Nickelodeon no. <laughs> ones. Scooby-Doo and Mystery Incorporated do not age because they are ghosts. Oh, okay. They've been the same age, like, since, I don't know when Scooby-Doo started, a million years ago. Okay, I can stand behind that one. I stand behind that one, too. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is set in purgatory. That was another show that I was probably not supposed to watch, but Michael and I didn't care, so set we did watch pur- it. I mean, I probably shouldn't have watched it either. <laughs> so, long story short, each child is from a different era of the cul-de-sac's history. And all befell some tragedy in a different way. And now they're all living together in purgatory, going about their lives to be occasionally bothered by the demonic canker sisters. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> right? Wait, I, I kind of like that one, though. <laughs> I like that one, too. That's pretty cool. So that's all I got on Cartoon Network. because Oh, okay. I know, like the Cartoon Network <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm going to look into them some more because they're pretty cool. So... This is, like, sort of unrelated to what we were talking about. But we talked a lot about (laughs) iCarly. So when I came across this, I was like, oh, I think this would be fun to, like, share with you through the podcast. Because I could have just sent this screenshot to you. I almost did. And I was like, what? Before you start, we should note that iCarly is most of the reason 
that the MS show okay, yeah. and by relation, uh-huh. this podcast yeah. have come to be. Yes. So <laughs> iCarly, when did iCarly start? Um, I'm looking it up. I couldn't t- 2009 is my guess. It's your guess? Yeah. 2000. 2007. iCarly is literally the reason. September 8th, 2007. We started YouTube in 2008. I should have known this. (laughs) So it started September 8th, 2007. And we were young, as we've explained in our intro episode. Mm -hmm. But iCarly really shaped a lot of what we wanted. It started when? September when? 8th. 8th? Wait, when did we start our channel? 14th. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nice try, though. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, and that actually ran for five years. I didn't know that. Okay, I thought it ran longer than three. Yeah, I don't know when Nickelodeon's contract stuff is. I don't know either. But yeah. Anyway, so it started in 2007, and we became friends in the summer of 2007. So, like, two months after we got, became friends, this show came out, and we talked about it a lot. I remember talking about it a lot. We Uh thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And when we were talking, I mean, we we were thinking about this M&S show before because we just liked doing goofy things. Right. We always wanted a talk show. But when iCarly came out, it just solidified this idea. We were mm-hmm. like, yep, we're doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can even go back in some of the M&S show episodes. You could hear me saying, hello, people of Earth. And that is something that they say on iCarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could tell looking back on all of our old videos that we had a lot of inspiration from like Carly. Yeah, so, like Carly, for sure. you know, I got a special place. We had a camera yeah, woman. Yeah, I got know. a special place in my heart for iCarly. <laughs> me too, me too. I love so iCarly. So with, with uh, what I remember and what I quick Google searched before starting this podcast, <laughs> the ending of iCarly was Carly moving with her dad i think it was yeah to italy and i don't remember this at all i do not remember the ending I, of iCarly. i think i repressed it because i didn't want the show to end i remember her <laughs> moving i just didn't remember why i also don't remember what happened with spencer but regardless <laughs> i found this <laughs> oh gosh so somebody shared this and it said what if iCarly had an alternate ending And it says, as Carly is packing her things to leave, suddenly the room starts to get so bright. She's nearly transcending into consciousness, and suddenly the screen is fuzzy. Her vision is blurred. She flutters her eyes open and sees her mother and father alongside her hospital bed. And next to them are her older brothers, Drake and Josh. (laughs) They all look so happy to see that she is okay. Looks like she'll make a full recovery soon, the doctor says. She's a very lucky girl. I'll let you guys catch up. Okay, how are you feeling so far? (laughs) My entire body is full of chills. (laughs) Literally, they're just radiating down to my toes. I always like the idea of, like, Drake and Josh and iCarly somehow being connected. Yeah, like, I've heard the theory that, you know, Crazy Steve kidnapped Mm -hmm. Megan and that's Spencer and Carly, but... And it explains why there are no parents mm-hmm. around. So, dark. <laughs> so the doctor leaves. There's and Megan- more. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the doctor leaves, and Megan looks around the room at everyone's confused faces. Where's Sam? Freddie? Spencer? Gibby? She asks her mom what happened. She begins to cry. Nobody has the heart to tell her except Josh, who tells her that she was at a party one night when she needed a ride home. Mom and dad were out. Josh was working late, and Drake was playing a gig. 
She saw Crazy Steve at the party, and he said he was doing better and offered to take her home. What? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I'm not okay. But I was- hope you know this. <laughs> But he was distracted while driving and hit an oncoming car. Megan went... <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Oh, okay. I'm just listening <laughs> Megan- intently. <laughs> Megan went into a coma and Steve told the police her name was Carly Shea and he was her brother and guardian, Spencer Shea. He lied to the police. That's when she learned that the passengers of the car they hit, Freddie Benson and Sam Puckett, were killed at the scene. I got chills. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm not doing well. (laughs) Her entire coma, she dreamt of a life being friends with them, seeing all the adventures they'd have together and had they ever actually met. Megan cries out, swearing she knew Sam and Freddy. She asks where Spencer is. They remind her it was just Crazy Steve under a fake name. (laughs) He's serving time in prison and pleading insanity. Megan visits Steve in jail, where he has a meltdown of guilt and sorrow for what he's done. He tells her he's taking up art and getting out soon on good behavior. Megan leaves the prison, and she hears Steve saying somberly, So wake up the members of my nation. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm about to cry. What the heck? Right? Can you send that to me so I can show Bobby? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just the way it ended where it says that he's doing much better. He's taking up art. And, and then he sings that. that. No. Wait, but it also makes sense as to why Drake is in the theme song too. <gasps> oh, oh my God. You're right. I didn't even think oh. about that. Oh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> when I crazy. saw this, I was going to send it to you, and I was like, "No, I was like, I'm saving this for the podcast because it like kind of relates." Did that, or was I, it just a random? It, page yeah, on it was Facebook. just a random thing. Somebody, yeah, had I hadn't it, seen it at all. <sighs> I got chills. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> you're My gonna, life. You're going to be thinking about this all day now. <laughs> I am. Well, maybe. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. know Yeah, I don't know how to put my brain back together. (laughs) I feel like I just, like... You blew blew my mind. You did! (laughs) You ruined my life. You blew my mind all at the same time. (laughs) What the heck? So anyway, this makes tea. (laughs) (laughs) So this makes tea. What do you got for me? Because you have two teas, right? Two two teas. Yeah. No, there's Uh, actually three in this one, Megan. Which one should I tell you? The good one or the bad one? One of them's bad? Yeah, the one regarding Selena Gomez. Tell me that. Okay, so Selena Gomez. Now, I heard this is just like a rumor, a theory. So this isn't, you know, not confirmed. Right. But the girl, uh, what's her name? Francia something, who donated her- Oh, the one from Secret Life. Yes. Okay. The one who donated her kidney? kidney? I think it's her kidney. I think, it's <laughs> I her, think kidney. her kidney to Selena Gomez. Are n- they're no longer friends. And that's pretty confirmed. Like, you can see they don't follow each other on social media, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of evidence with that. But Interesting. the reason, supposedly, that they're not friends is because Selena Gomez was... I guess, like, with having lupus, there's, like, a lot of things. Like, you have to be really strict yeah. with, like, what you're doing. Yeah. And I guess, like, she's not really been taking it seriously, supposedly. And she's been, like, drinking a lot and, like, just, That's you know, sad. just kind of not taking care of herself. And 
this girl, Fran- I think her name is Francine. I, I could be totally wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That might not be her name, but. Yeah, Francia Reza. Okay. Reza? I don't know. She's, I think she's Spanish, so yeah. I don't really know how to pronounce her name. So, so. supposedly, um, Francia has kind of been warning her about it, like, because I guess she, like, Selena Gomez had to, like, get her health like in check before she could do like this yeah you can't get a you can't get an organ transplant without having your health okay yeah so do you know what lupus is not really so we actually thought michael had lupus because michael has different issues with different organs in his body lupus Mm -hmm. is a disease that occurs when your body's immune system attacks its own tissues and organs which is an autoimmune disease but Mm -hmm. inflammation caused by lupus can affect a lot of different organs your joints Skin, kidneys, blood cells, brain, heart, lungs, all of it. So I completely understand why, you know, if this is the reason they're not friends, I can understand why. Yeah. So supposedly, um, Francie is not speaking with her anymore because Selena Gomez is just not taking her health seriously. And like, she went out of her way to like donate her kidney to Selena Gomez. And like, now she's just kind of like not caring about herself. So, right. That's just a rumor. so don't sue me (laughs) but that would make a lot of sense if it was true yeah that's crazy oh my gosh i hope it's not because you really no matter who a person is you want them to be okay and you want them to be taking care of themselves especially with a disease like Mm -hmm. that so hope it's not true yeah hopefully not true but i'm pretty sure they're not friends and i don't know why so that's still tea (laughs) yeah my tea because you have more tea yeah mine's not really tea Yours is just nerdy, right? Mm, not really nerdy. Well, maybe. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, mine's actual gossip. Ooh. And mine's so stupid. Is this something you think I know? <laughs> you definitely don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, God. Because mine's based around TikTok. Okay. So, do you know who Hank Green is? Yes. John Green's brother. Hank Green, for those who don't know, is the brother of author John Green. John and Hank have a YouTube series called Crash Course where they educate you on different things. Hank Green, during the pandemic, you know, you get bored, started making TikToks. And he got really big on TikTok. And people would be asking him, like, can I eat this? Can I eat that? He literally has made so many videos. No, don't eat grass. Don't eat this. Don't. It's so funny. And people are like, but Hank, I, I just want to try it. Well, oh God. last week, he <laughs> he... He sings a little song sometimes, too. And he was singing a little song and saying how it's his bathroom counter. And this is the little tray where him and his wife keep things. And mine always gets pushed to the back. And he just shows his toothbrush. But in the front, it's like, you know, all sorts of skincare stuff, perfumes, whatever that the, that his wife uses. And somebody commented and goes, Hank, don't you use sunscreen? And he goes, no, I don't wear sunscreen. And he really ticked off skincare TikTok. <laughs> I love that there's skincare TikTok. Oh, it's hilarious. And Hank literally like made another video like, no, I don't wear sunscreen. I don't leave the house. I wear a winter coat in the house. He like, he doesn't turn on heat for uh, saving money and saving, you know, environmental issues, all that stuff. But he he's like, no, I don't wear sunscreen. I don't leave my house. Why would I put on sunscreen? <laughs> and even Hiram, skincare by Hiram, oh, like, duetted him. the video and everything. <laughs> it was just so funny. And I was like, Stephanie doesn't know this, so it'll be fun to gossip about. That's funny. I love Hank Green because he's the nerdier of the two, mm-hmm. but they're both nerdy. But Hank is like the, the science-y, mm-hmm. math-y, math-y. <laughs> brother. <laughs> and, and 
John is like the history English brother. So Hank was more my my vibes when I was in college. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I love Hank Green and shout out to you, Hank Green. I don't wear sunscreen in my house either. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know how Hiram is like, I don't know how much of Hiram you watch, but you know how much he loves sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no. And people are, like, commenting on his video, like, yep, new Hiram would say something about this. And he commented and was like, no, I'm, I'm, this is just a joke. Like, you don't have to wear sunscreen in your house. I love you, Hank Green. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he really aggravated a lot of skincare TikTok. It's so That's funny. funny. <laughs> it was so funny to watch it all unfold. <laughs> Because Hank Green is, like, a big part of my... I scroll through TikTok before I go to sleep. So he's a big part of my scrolling through TikTok every night. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, where's Hank's video from today? Where's Hank's videos from today? <laughs> so that was hilarious to That's watch. That's hilarious. So, yeah, mine's not really tea. It's more of just, like, I didn't know this existed on YouTube. Okay. So I've been looking for, like, new YouTubers to watch because I've been in this dark place of YouTube <laughs> where, like... <laughs> I just so happen to be a fan of, like, all these really bad YouTubers. <laughs> just with everything coming up about David Dobrik. Yeah, things with David Dobrik, things yeah. with Shane Dawson, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I'm like, wh- why? Why? Why is <laughs> why it all the that? good YouTubers? <laughs> I was like, why is it all the YouTubers that I did like end up being these awful people? Right. And so, well, stay tuned about the David Dobrik thing, because I'm not sure how I feel about that one yet. But... I've just like I yeah. Was, I don't know anything about that yet. I was a huge. It's so long. I'm not going to mention it on the mm-hmm. podcast. But okay. like, I was so disappointed in the whole Shane Dawson thing because I did really like him, and so yeah. like, I just felt like, who am I going to watch now? Like, I need to find good people, and I ended up. So when I was looking up. I ordered an iPad (laughs) (laughs) and I wanted to like look up like procreate and how people like use it and stuff. And I I love watching those videos. I found a huge art community on YouTube that I just never knew existed. Like I knew people would post like, I don't know, time lapse of them painting or like, you know, them just creating things, time lapse. Like I knew those existed, but I didn't know there was just like a whole community where there was just like everything regarding art. I'm in a Facebook group. I'll have to invite you to it uh, for Procreate users. Ooh, I'm excited. (laughs) But I've been so obsessed, and I just wanted to put it out here because I think it's so entertaining. You guys should, like, look it up, too. But, like, I've been so obsessed with, like, watching people start their own, like, little art businesses, like, on Etsy. And so... I went from like looking up iPad and then I was looking at Procreate and then I started watching people create stickers and then I started like watching people like just make this whole Etsy like shop of just all of their art and I was like, wow, this is so refreshing. Just yeah. like people that are just happy and not involved in drama. Don't get me wrong. I love drama. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get it twisted, but... <laughs> To have actual good yeah. people to watch on YouTube, I didn't know they really existed. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it was really cool that I found like this huge community of people and I'm like, oh, these are like really, you know, relaxing content to watch. <laughs> I think with Shane Dawson's whole, you know, everything about him, I think mm. that's when I was started straying away from YouTube. And when TikTok came out, I don't know, this is how TikTok started for me. I just mm. had a normal for you page. Mm-hmm. And then somehow I ended up, well, I say somehow, we all know, I ended up on Harry Potter TikTok. <laughs> that was the first one I ended up on. And then I ended up on like 
Etsy, small business, TikTok, Procreate, TikTok, and all that. And that's when I got my iPad. Mm -hmm. But then I ended up on, like, I'm on gay, lesbian, and bisexual TikTok separately. (laughs) That's my whole for you. I love it. I love it. But then I ended up on Twilight TikTok and all this stuff. But a lot of the creators on Harry Potter TikTok and Twilight TikTok are also gay, lesbian, bisexual TikTokers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this all just goes together. So I think TikTok has really helped me to get out of that Mm -hmm. dark YouTube place. Because so far, knock on wood, nothing, nothing yet. (laughs) Yeah, it was like really starting to stress me. I'm like, wow, it's like, I was like, I'm really bad at picking them. Like every YouTuber I watch is in some sort of controversy. And it's never anything where I'm like, well, I don't agree with that. It's always like, whoa, like that's big. I can't stand by that. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I just felt like, like, wow, I'm really like, I can't find YouTubers that are just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I have a select few, obviously, but I couldn't find like, and I just, I found this whole art community that I didn't realize like existed where they're literally doing not just time lapse of them creating art, but there's just like tons of different stuff like you said like small businesses and i love it i just think it's so fascinating i've watched so many vlogs of people like designing stickers printing them at home and like creating their own pins and like yeah i've been so obsessed (laughs) yeah i loved it on etsy and i never thought about to look it up on youtube i don't know why but Mm. i just or on etsy i meant tiktok (laughs) okay (laughs) i loved watching it on tiktok and i never thought to look it up on youtube Oh, okay. I said I loved it <laughs> on Etsy. It. Oh, okay. I knew what you meant and thought I heard it right until you repeated yourself and I was like, wait. No, no. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I never thought to look it up on YouTube because I, I was just like, oh, these are just TikTokers. They don't do this yeah. on YouTube, but yeah, I guess yeah. some of them I do. That was really cool. That's I awesome. throw it out there in case someone was stuck in like the whole David Dobrik shit yeah. house and- if for some reason you were stuck in the Jeffree Star, which I don't know how at this point. But yeah, for real. you were stuck in that hole, <laughs> you know, who do I watch now? Because everyone I like is just going down the drain. Yeah. Um, there's actually good people out there. So <laughs> yeah. do your research. <laughs> yeah. Just hold on. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Hold, hold on tight. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> Goes with the theme. Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Think, oh, all, mm-hmm. we didn't even mention Jonas Brothers and their purity rings on here. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't mention anything Jonas Brothers. We'll probably have a whole podcast about them. Yeah, that's true. We can just do a whole, <laughs> maybe a couple, probably a series. <laughs> Jonas Brothers takeover. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had regarding Disney and Nickelodeon. I think the whole, that iCarly thing I just read, the whole iCarly is, I think iCarly is probably the biggest thing that i knew about on here Mm -hmm. but it's also one of the biggest problems too because there was a lot wrong with that show unfortunately for Mm -hmm. as good as the show was production was just yeah dan schneider yeah (laughs) leave it at that (laughs) yeah and i think with the whole reboot happening and pretty recently being open about everything that's going on i think that's why that's like what we have the most information on i think it's crazy that they're rebooting though and a, not bringing Sam back because Sam was a huge part of it. But B, I don't think iCarly needed a reboot. Like some shows, I don't fine, so you can reboot it. But I don't think iCarly needed a reboot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was kind of the same with Lizzie McGuire. It didn't need a reboot, but I would have loved a reboot because right. Lizzie McGuire. But like, I don't think that needed a reboot. There are just 
I think people are running out of ideas and yeah. they're just going back to what used to work. And I that's feel sad. like, I mean, I love iCarly and I hope they do well, but I feel like they're not going to do as well yeah. as they did. And I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it. <laughs> solely for the, like, what the show is about was like social media, essentially. And that wasn't like, like, it was new. So, yeah, 2007, YouTube started getting big. Yeah, and I think that's why that show worked so well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure if it's going to work as well because, like, this is, like, everyone's already, they all have their own YouTube channels. They have yeah. their own TikToks. Like, this is something that's already going on. Or maybe it'll be still successful because that's what's going on. So I don't know. But We'll see. It'll unfold and we'll be, we'll, yeah. we, we will be surprised either way. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm curious... Who is like in charge of the show? Because Dan Schneider was. Yeah, hired, I haven't been so. able to find anything. And is Nickelodeon producing it, or is it like Netflix or something? Oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Maybe it's not even on Nickelodeon. Let's see if I can it's find probably out. On some sort of streaming thing that I don't have. <laughs> I mean, by me, Paramount I mean that you don't have uh, Paramount Plus, and I don't have that so one yet. <laughs> <laughs> she says yet. <laughs> She does say yet. Well, Brittany has the Discovery Plus, yeah. so we'll see who gets Paramount. It might it might also be, you know, bundled into one of the ones I already have, or might be an add-on or whatever, so we'll see. Right. I have, like, everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. All right, well, next week, we're probably going to do a true crime case, but we have not decided what we're doing yet. And we are so sorry that we missed last week. We yes. have had insane work schedules. Yes. I literally worked almost 20 hours in the last two days. So yeah. it's, it's, and I know you've been crazy as well. I literally so. worked till two in the morning the other night. So. <laughs> yeah. So we are trying to stay on a schedule, but if we're not, don't cancel us. <laughs> don't cancel us. <laughs> we don't want to be, we don't want to be the next David Dobrik. <laughs> yeah, come on now. We didn't do what David Dobrik did. Um, we are still not approved on Apple, but we're still available on Spotify and there are a whole bunch of others. We're going to keep them linked under our podcast episode on Spotify. And you can also find them on YouTube, which Stephanie is posting full episodes because it is way too much work to edit it all down. (laughs) Yeah, I, well, it's not so much that it's too much work, but well, I guess in a sense, it's, it's hard to edit out, like, just to put highlights because what we're talking about, like... We're just talking about highlights of things we've exactly. researched. So it's kind of hard exactly. to just like cut things out because then other things don't make sense. So I think it'd just be easier to put the whole podcast for everyone to listen right. to. But if you are listening on YouTube, please make sure to follow us on one of the streaming platforms to help our analytics look better. Unless <laughs> you want us that's... to be successful on YouTube, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting for this. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you next week. Yes, and that's the triple T.